Faith's greatest purpose isn't to get God to do something, but to get us to be somebody because of what God has already done. The pastor's wife was dying of cancer. Bedridden, she was tired and was ready to leave this world. Being in a church that believed in healing, my wife and I would pray for our pastor's wife, but she just wanted to go home. It was here that my wife, being a young Christian, couldn't understand why God wasn't healing her. God spoke clearly to her one night and said some people are given a choice if they want to leave or stay. She's tired of the battle and wants to come home. Faith for anything is more than a formula. It's based on a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit as He helps us apply the Word of God to our present situations. Some are healed and some aren't. Today on Life Journeys, I want to share with you a foundation of faith that will establish your peace no matter what your situation is. Many people have become spiritually defeated and emotionally discouraged when they've been told that it's God's will to heal them, but they aren't healed. But what Pastor Hardiker reveals today is that the foundation of faith is not about healing, but it's all about resting in the reality that Jesus is Lord. A few weeks ago, I started going through the book of Matthew and recording every case where Jesus healed someone. I wanted to make sure that what I was resting on for my own healing was not based upon my own opinions, past experiences, the pressure of other people put on always expecting healing, or on my understanding of how God uses adversity and affliction to draw us closer to Him. I remember when Edna died of cancer. Leaving a large family behind, and as a relatively young person, she told me she just didn't have the faith to be healed. Then there was the much older lady who had liver cancer. I told her what Isaiah says about being healed by Jesus' stripes, and then prayed for her right there in the doctor's office, and she was healed. In Matthew, we read God's responses to requests for healing. I will. Be thou clean. I will come and heal him. He healed all their sicknesses and diseases. Take up your bed and walk. Your sins are forgiven you. Be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Be it done to you according to your faith. Stretch forth your hand. As many as touched him were made perfectly whole. The blind, deaf, palsied, and lepers, the possessed and crippled, and the dead were all healed, proving one thing. Jesus is Lord. He is the Messiah who forgives sins, delivers from darkness, heals bodies, and protects from storms, hunger, and lack of basic human needs, because He is Lord over all. I realized that the battle for faith for healing is not the battle for physical restoration at all, but rather is it the battle of faith to take seriously His word that Jesus is Lord. It's nothing more and nothing less than a recognition and personal conviction that He has all authority, is the Lord of that authority, and faith for healing, help, and all blessing is in the personal conviction that Jesus not merely has authority, but He is authority. An earthly judge has the authority because He has become qualified to render decisions about justice because he has been given that authority by others. 
But what is it that lies at the heart of the right and the power to judge? Is it to satisfy the personal or public need to be appeased? Or is it for love? Love for all, and even love for the transgressor that he may be reclaimed. Yet what is it that is the basis for love? What is its goal and defining principle? With God, genuine love for people is that they may live up to that which makes them to be all they're created to be and in what manner they were made to function. Ultimately, it is to come into the fullness of the glory of God given to them. So Jesus as Lord is more than a statement of the right to judge and command for the sake of authority itself. His Lordship compels by His very essence. His love, Paul said, constrains him. I don't receive benefits simply by obeying from fear of punishment or obeying by selfish desire to be somehow greater than another or obeying to satisfy my own thirst for delight. Rather, I recognize His Lordship over all things, for all things, and as Creator and Sustainer. I see His essence as God, and this revelation actually causes me to be more and more who He has destined me to be. When I am cold, my body naturally moves towards the warmth of the sun, for the sun's essence compels me. The sun is Lord over cold and darkness. Food compels me in hunger. It is Lord over weakness. Sleep compels me in weariness. It is Lord over fatigue and unrest. Water, food, beauty, fellowship, they all compel me by their characteristic that will supply my life's thirst. Fellowship is lord over loneliness, isolation, and lost intimacy. These are a shadow of the principle of lordship. When I try to become fulfilled in a counterfeit or counterproductive manner, I violate both my life and my source. Jesus, you see, is Lord to all that my life is created to be. He is my destined all in all. By His Lordship, He is my life. He is the bread of life. I will obey the Son when I'm cold, no matter what you tempt me to do. I will obey food when I'm starving, no matter what you tempt me to say. My master will be that which supplies my need and what I see as my greatest answer and my most valuable treasure. Here is where faith, lordship, and the esteemed treasure all meet. You can read about it in Matthew 6. This isn't philosophy. You see, this is real life. I struggle with certain debilitating types of illnesses, but I find that when I'm with the Lord and He fills my soul, I'm more happy than most people that aren't sick at all. When I see the overwhelming healing that Jesus did, I must see Him as more than an awe-inspiring mystic. He reigns over the body in a display of His Lordship as does my life blood. When I see Him cast out demons, I see Him as the one who evicts the invader that destroys the vitality of my body and soul. He wages war against the sin that destroys life in me. He is my champion. His victory over all that plagues mankind causes us to naturally return to the proper functioning of our design, and by this He becomes Lord. He doesn't reign by demand, but by deliverance. Not by command, but by grace.
Romans 5.17 says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Some will reign by force, but he reigns by love. Sin reigned in me by its deception and alluring power. I delighted to sin for its temporary reward. I learned how to find my high through my sin of choice. It was my master and Lord. Now I'm finding Jesus as Lord in similar ways. He reigns by truth and draws me near by his power to meet all of my needs. I'm learning to delight in his righteousness for its sure and permanent reward. I don't have to because of commandment. I want to because of compassion. All the miracles were done not to give us faith for miracles, but to give us faith in Jesus as Lord over all that stands against you and I. All that stands against us. Has God ever seemed silent to you? And on top of it, you felt insulted or hurt because of the seeming response of God or of God's people? Matthew 15 talks about such a woman who wouldn't take no for an answer, even when Jesus compared her to a dog. Her response was not to defend herself. Her response was worship, because she was consumed with who he was, not who she wasn't. Jesus said her faith was great. She demonstrated that she knew Jesus as her Lord and was compelled to believe in him as her all-in-all, no matter what. You see, she didn't come to him with merely a doctrine or an opinion about faith. She had a dialogue with him, a relationship where she spoke with God and God spoke with her. Faith is a relationship, a communion with God set upon knowing him as Lord over all that we need. It doesn't tell him what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. Faith rests in him whereby we simply worship him as our very life. Faith is a relationship with God. It is a fact, but it is also an act. Faith acts like Jesus is the Lord of life. It frees the soul to glorify God, whatever condition the body may be in. Faith's greatest expression is liberty of soul to love. It doesn't need healing, finances, or personal accomplishment to be excited about God. Its joy is simply knowing Him. 